cliffcentral.com. All right, well, let us turn our attention, since you already raised the issue, to um, National Orgasm Day, which happens this week. And let's go to John T. That's right, Junty Sill from Sex Talk, who's on the line to tell us all about what he's going to do for National Orgasm Day tomorrow. Morning, Junty. Morning, Gareth. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks. How are you guys? Are you, are you ready to build up to National Orgasm Day tomorrow? Absolutely. All right, so what do you got planned for us, Junty? What's going to be going on in studio? What precautions do we need to take? Raincoats, wetsuits, um, rain hats. So we're doing a, a live squirting orgasm. First time it's ever been done on the radio in South Africa, maybe in the world. So it's about. Yeah? Sorry, there was just some woman getting female, excited. Yeah, they do that there. It's about female ejaculation, which is a really beautiful experience of pleasure that almost all women can have once they learn how to. And it's, yeah, this incredible experience of, of feminine power and feminine pleasure. And we thought there was no better way to celebrate Orgasm Day. All right. So tell us, first of all, let's debunk all the myths, because I've heard people saying, well, no, the squirting thing, it's it's not real, uh, that it's it's pee, that it's a myth, that they it's something that only happened once porn became a thing. So tell me for once and for all, is it possible? How does it happen? What is it? Where does it occur? Okay, so it's not a myth at all, and it's nothing new, because in the tantric literature, which is over 5,000 years old, um, it's written about and taught about. So the fluid that's ejaculated is called amrita, which means nectar of the goddess, (laughs) and it's produced by the G-spot. So it comes out of the same hole that urine comes out of, and that's why some people think that it might be. But chemically, it's totally different. In texture and smell and taste, it's different as well. So almost every woman can do this, Uh but the blockages to it are things like negative beliefs about sex, about pleasure, about your body, um, abusive sexual experiences, emotional withholding, pressure to perform. Because for a lot of men, it's become like a bucket list thing. We have to do this. We have to have a threesome, and you have to squirt. Right. And as soon as there's that kind of pressure, it doesn't happen. All right, so... And uh, when it it happens, it can be literally up to almost a glass full of liquid that comes out. Wow, that's quite something. Sia's dumbfounded. He can't believe this. (laughs) Girl! Doesn't that... that We have lots of plastic sheeting that we're putting all over the studio. Apparently, you've got a live studio audience. I believe so, yeah. and it's yeah, it's really exciting. So, Jonty, uh, do these these women when they're having these squirting orgasms? Do they require? Do they get dehydrated? Do they need extra liquid nourishment? Yeah, afterwards, um, women can drink up to two, three liters of water. Wow! Because it's an incredible amount of of fluid, okay. <clears throat> and it can happen. Once it started, it can happen again and again and again. Wow. So Ben wants to know something, Jonty. Jonty, where was the first time you made a woman squirt? Wow, Ben, I'm not sure that I remember that. 
Oh. To be honest. But was it something that you literally did try and do, or was it just like it happened and you No. Thought... No, it, it just happened, and I was like, wow, so this is what it really is. Huh. So the thing about trying to make it happen is that's one of the obstacles to this, because then that creates pressure, that she feels like she needs to perform. And as soon as that happens, you kind of move further and further away from it. So it needs to be quite a natural expression, and then it happens easily. But as soon as there's pressure there in any way, but don't the performance you, becomes much harder. But do you think that once a woman goes through this process, normal sex, it's just like, ugh, so passe afterwards? <laughs> I mean, like, like once you kind no, of squirted, you... It's like kind of raising the bar, isn't it? No, because they're different experiences. So the squirting wouldn't always happen from, let's say, penetration, because sometimes it needs very specific and quite intense and quite continued G-spot stimulation. So, so during penetration, that wouldn't always happen for a lot of women. Are you saying then that, then that is, is something that requires hand manipulation? Very often, yes. Huh. Simply so, because so the G-spot is a gland inside the, inside the vagina. And um, so in Tantra, we call a pussy a yoni, Y-O-N-I. That means sacred space. And the G-spot often requires quite intense stimulation, which is very specific because sometimes it's quite a small area that you're stimulating. And during penetration, that wouldn't always happen. So, John T., what do these women that you make squirt tell you in terms of what it feels like for them? It's different for everybody, but it's often an enormous release and often quite an emotional experience as well. Um, it's really, it's deeply, deeply pleasurable. They often feel quite drained afterwards, quite tired because of the release um, and also quite elated. It can be quite a high. Sounds amazing. Oh. But also some deep emotional release because when we, we do let go like that it's a very vulnerable space for a woman to go in and that can be very emotional John T is there ever any equivalent at all for a man I mean apart from what we already know men have orgasms blah 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 but is there anything new that we've discovered about the male orgasm um, just that there are different ways to have orgasms for men and it's not always about ejaculation so sometimes for men the power is learning to have orgasms without ejaculation, which kind of turns everything around, which means that men can actually be multi-orgasmic because it's the ejaculation that ends a sexual experience, not the orgasm. Huh. How do you men do that? Men can learn to have two or three orgasms quite close together and not have the ejaculation. How do you do that? It's a, a process of, of training, especially your pelvic floor muscles, which need to be really strong. You need to learn to breathe really, really well. And the secret is actually in being able to relax your pelvic floor muscles very, very deeply. So the power is in the relaxation and the breathing, not in contraction. So for men, orgasm is a contractive experience. Hmm. Think about when you're getting close to orgasm, your muscles get tight, your breathing gets quick, and then you have this... <gasps> big explosion and you scream or shout or if you're the quiet type you just go oh that was nice and that's all that it is <laughs> sorry i was just reminded of a tweet that i saw where a girl said men who are dead silent when they ejaculate are the real serial killers of the world <laughs> <laughs>
Now, uh, John T. My buddy brought a good point up earlier. Now, this this lady who you bring in to be part of this the show uh, is it, is yes. she is she very comfortable in public with these kind of things? Is someone you've known for quite some time? Because it's people are obviously going to ask who is going to volunteer for such a thing. Sure. Yes, um, we've worked with her at Sexpo before in the theatre of the erotic that we did there. Um, she's very comfortable in public. She has quite a strong exhibitionist streak. So for an experience like this, to be really honest, that's what you want for this. It's almost um, she can do this pretty much at will. She's been doing it for quite a long time. She's very in touch with her sexuality. And she is going to have a microphone on her, so you'll be able to hear all of her noises of arousal, which is really exciting. Awesome. And uh, do we need so to do... we're any... really looking forward to this. All right, besides the plastic sheeting and the uh, the studio, <laughs> what else do you require? Do you need a special chair, a table? What, 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 position, no. what position is she going to be in optimally? Uh, she's going to be lying on her back on a massage table. Okay. And that's all that you need. So we're going to be using some uh, coconut oil as a lubricant. Wow. And before we start, we'll talk a little bit about the squirting, about what it is, about how you make it happen. So we're actually going to do a mini lesson huh. on it tomorrow. So on one hand, it's reasonably simple. On the other hand, because of the emotional connection, it can be really complex. But we'll do a, a lesson first on, on how women can have this experience. And you can have it. You can do this on your own. You don't need a partner for it. And sometimes it's even easier on your own wow. because there's no pressure. Yeah, you see, I was just going to... not doing it for somebody. I was just going to ask, because I imagine, you know, after listening to your show, you know, there are some people who are going to say, hey, honey, let's try this tonight. Or, you know, some woman who thinks, ah, let me give it a go. Realistically speaking, um, how long would it take before one actually perfects this skill? Hmm. That's a good question, and it's kind of how long is a piece of string because it's different for everybody. Some people will try it a few times, and it will happen really quickly. And for others, it's going to take much longer, and often that's because of the emotional stuff that's involved. Well, uh, I'm looking forward to tomorrow, 10 o'clock, Sex Talk Live. We'll be there. All right. Thank you, Jonty. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, Gareth. Have a wonderful day. Cool. There we go. Orgasm day tomorrow. Yeah. You know, in my head, (laughs) the vision that I have for the show tomorrow is for it to be like a sexier National Geographic's documentary. Yes. Or like a David Attenborough something. Because John T will just be narrating in the corner. As the woman lies on her back. (laughs) Yes. And gently is taken to pleasure by the... Creepy man, John Dissell. You can see her pelvic floor rising and falling yes. in time. <laughs> moan, moan, heavy breathing, moan, moan, scream. Exactly. That's the whole thing. <laughs> Cliffcentral.com.